Greetings viewers, it is I who is scary and wait the wrong intro. Uh, it goes, greetings listeners, it is I, Hilary Scary, aka Sarah Truly, and welcome to the Overseers Podcast. Um, maybe I'll turn the games down a little bit. Um, so yeah. Uh, so I have realized the flaw in my absolutely brilliant plan of filming this podcast in my car, um, which is that it is hot. <laughs> it is summer and it is 82 degrees outside right now so I have simply rolled down the windows but because we are in the forest um <laughs> you get the lovely sound of cicadas that are just very loud I don't I do not know if they are this loud on the recording but they are extremely loud in here um <laughs> Also, you do get the occasional sound of, uh, you know, cars passing by, which is fine. Um, we're just going to pretend like it's medieval times and we have gathered around the forest. Pretend that they're, sorry, uh, we, are, we are gathering around the campfire. Um, pretend that there are definitely campfire sounds. Maybe I'll add some, like, crackling in the background. That'll be fun. Get some ambiance up in here. Um, and I'm just, I'm just telling you a story. So yeah, so um, the backstory to this podcast is that somebody on Tumblr said that they would listen to a, a podcast of me just talking about my characters. And I was like, dope, I'm going to do that now. <laughs> um, so here we are. No, but like, so for real, like the reason that, um, so for those of you who don't know, uh, I have a big long story called The Overseers, which is just so impossibly long. Uh, because I did not make this story as, like, a story... Well, okay, so I, I created the story in 2014, and back then I wanted to be a writer, and I was just looking for a story that, like, I could commit to, and, like, I didn't drop, because I had a really bad habit of coming up with stories and being like, it's going to be a trilogy, it's going to be a novel, it's going to be several novels, it's going to be a whole universe, and then I'd, like, write the first two chapters, and then I'd get bored and drop it. And I just, I was looking for a story that I didn't get bored of after like two months. And for some reason, no matter what story I made up, I could never do that. Anyways, but then I had these, this friend, um, we'll call her Rin. And our family would have, uh, you know, families over for like, you know, Wednesday night Bible study or whatever. And the kids would just all go back in the back room and, Rin had like this huge world that she had created with her sister and it was so complicated that when she first was telling me about it and also they would like use characters from like Camp Half-Blood and like I think Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or like Avengers or like that universe but like it was so complicated that when she was telling me about this story I literally thought she was just describing the plot of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I want to say it was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but this was also like 2014. Has Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. been around that long? I don't know. Also, um, I this is me unedited, so you're gonna get all of my ums and goofs and long. Well, hopefully not too long of awkward pauses. I'll try to cut. <laughs> if I, if I if I need to stop and think, I'll just pause it. Hopefully, I don't know if this is gonna work. This is a test run. Anyways, back to the story. I used to love to listen to my friend Rin just telling me about her OCs. Like, I would literally just sit there and, like, play Temple Run on my phone. And I just I would just listen to her talk about her story for hours. And I was so captivated by this story. And I was like, I wish I could create a story that was that complicated and had that many characters and that many storylines. And then I came up with the Overseers. And now it is 
so gigantic and long and huge and when I was 16 I decided I loved the story so much that I wanted to turn it into tv shows but the story has gotten so far away from me that I could never hope to tell every single one of these obscure character storylines in my writing because basically what I do I have this bad habit in my writing where I go okay well I need this character so like my my character um ambition you know I'm like okay he's the big baddie I'm just gonna create him oh no now I love him now he has a big huge complicated backstory um let me let me make up well he's got to have like parents right and so I make up his parents like and I give them the name like infinity oh no now I love infinity and infinity's got this big terribly extravagant backstory um, and so it just keeps on spiraling and there's just characters that it's like, I love this character. Um, I've spent way too much time on this character's backstory and I'm making that everybody's problem. So I thought it would be fun to just kind of like recreate, you know, 14 year old me listening to my friend talk about her story while I play Temple Run in this sort of podcast. So, you know, my little sister the other day was playing Temple Run, and I was like, you can still download that app. So if, if y'all want to fully commit to the experience, you can just be playing Temple Run while you listen to this. Or I've heard people say that they like to draw while they listen to my videos or, you know, play any sort of game. Like, do do what you do when you listen to podcasts. And um, uh, let, let, me, let me tell you about my story. I'm going to try to do this chronologically. I'm going to try to do, like, one character backstory per, per episode. So this story is going to be what I consider the first part of the story. Now, technically, there is backstory before this part, but it is spoilers, and it is also so wild, I don't even know if it's canon. That's going to be a reoccurring thing. You'll, you'll notice two things about my story, is that, one, a lot of these story beats I made up when I was, like, 16, 17, 18, um, and I'm 22 now, and I'm not sure if, if, if it's still a good idea. In fact, I might go into, like, some of the characters that I've created and then later on realize that they were, like, problematic in some way or another and have either cut or am striving to find ways to make them not so problematic. Um, and the second thing you will find is that I basically just tell the exact same storyline over and over again. And you can call this lazy writing, but I like to call it narrative parallels, okay? <laughs> it's, it's like Star Wars, okay? All the storylines rhyme. Um, and it's not just that I really like secret children and big reveals and tragic backstories and edginess oh that's a good point um there's gonna be triggers uh trigger warnings I'm gonna try to put in trigger warnings uh in like the description of each episode uh but in general my story kind of runs on like anime logic of rating where like the story beats and characters are extremely teenage but then like a lot of the story elements would be considered more adult for instance, in this in this story, a teenager gets pregnant, and then you know uh, there's like abusive parenting, and um, alcoholism, and and like the main character is straight up like 30 years old. So, um, yeah, it, it really is. This story is really just my comfort story, and so some of the elements it just it doesn't really fall into nice perfect categories that would be good for like Disney or Cartoon Network it's just a story and I mean I'm not gonna sit here and defend it there are parts of it that suck but I love it so I hope other people love it so um yeah I guess now that oh my gosh I didn't even keep track of how long I've been talking I hope I haven't been talking to for too long um, we're gonna say I'll talk I'm gonna try to talk for an hour and my f 
phone clock and my laptop clock are different. <sighs> Anyways, no clue why that is. Um, so yeah, so we're going to get into, um, very beginning of my story. So this is a hundred thousand years ago. <laughs> that is like the rough time frame. Like earth exists, but humans haven't evolved yet. I actually don't know when humans <laughs> evolve. Maybe humans, I'll look that up later. Okay. But our story isn't actually about earth. It takes place um, the, the beginning of the story takes place in this solar system with these five planets. And I said that, like, the five planets are all, like, like a third of the size of Earth, basically, but they are all inhabitable. So there's these five planets with these five distinct, um, like, societies and such. And the thing about my universe is that all of the aliens are humanoid. Like, there's this weird thing in this universe where the only, like, type of being that's allowed to be, uh sapient is that the word that has consciousness for whatever reason they're all humanoid um so there's these five planets with these five different types of humans in it oh my goodness I'm going to have to explain so much for all all you need to know it right now is that all non-magical creatures that are sentient that's what I was looking for sentient they're all called humans so humans are not just earthlings humans come from every single planet but today, we are going to be focusing on the planet Aemsiphonos. See, another thing you'll notice is that a lot of times um, I give my planets and magical things names that I've written down and I've never actually had to pronounce. And so I go to pronounce it and my dyslexia goes no. Um, <laughs> so it's Aemsiphonos. Aemsiphonos. So Aemsiphonos has a lot of technical advancements. In fact, um, oh, that's another thing I should mention. I kind of wrote a novella about this story. This episode is going to be focusing primarily on what happened with Infinity and Dreamer. Those are our two primary characters, but it's really more Infinity story. And in 2019, in one of the 2000s, 10s, at like late 2010s, I wrote a novella um, called One I Don't Even Deserve to Get. Uh, no, I will not be explaining the title. I will. Uh, so a lot of this story was inspired by the song Aizayoi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sing, but specifically the cover that GB Phonic did. Um, for some reason, that song just vibed with me so hard, and I basically wrote a lot of Infinity's backstory to it. I probably have a playlist of songs that I was listening to when I wrote this novella that I can link to. That could be fun. Anyways, um, one of the lines in the song is, like, something, 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 one I don't even deserve to get. And I felt like that really vibed with Infinity's characters. So it, I wrote this novella, one I don't even deserve to get. It blew up my mind because I suddenly woke up one day and I realized that writing was fun. And well, I didn't like wake up. I just like started writing the story and it was actually fun. And I wrote basically the entire novella. I did have a mini um, breakdown about it halfway through, but I did come back and finish it. And it was like, I think technically it was the second novella I ever finished because in between like stopping writing one I don't even deserve to get I I'm pretty sure I wrote all of paper doll and then I came back and what I don't what wrote one I don't even deserve to get paper doll for the record is another novella that I've written and I am already sweating <sighs> this is gonna be fun <laughs> yeah 
y'all are like, imagine it's been like 20 minutes and y'all are like, oh my goodness, girl, just get into the storyline. I'm getting there. Oh my goodness, this is not going to work. It's fine. We're all in this together. If I see one comment about me having undiagnosed ADHD, I will lose it. No, I won't. Um, This is fun. What was I saying? I was literally just talking. Okay, so the reason I know so much about Infinity specifically is because I did write a novella about it. But because I was lazy, I didn't want to invent a whole new society and like whole new like societal stuff for this story. So there's society functions basically the exact same way that like America does. Now there are major differences, but like technologically wise, it's like a Black Mirror episode. So like think like slightly more technologically advanced than our society. Oh, I hate it when they do that. I don't know if you can hear that. That's not from the road. (laughs) There's just somebody driving around in the forest. I'm scared to see. I'm gonna get my keys just in case I have to drive off. I'm scared. It's an adventure. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I'm not gonna hold my keys because I'm gonna be messing with them the entire time. I should, I should cut that part out. Let me know in the future if I should cut the parts out where I randomly get scared that I'm gonna get murdered. Um. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, no, no. Okay, new plan. Y'all are just gonna have to deal with the sounds from my car because I am not doing that. I'm not dealing with that. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> okay, so sorry about the rumbling. It's just gonna be there. Uh, oh my gosh, I bet the sound quality is gonna be so bad. Hold on. Okay, I checked the sound quality. It's bad, but we're it's 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 gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Um, also, I just want to state for the record that I'm not just like parked on like the side of like a random street and that's like somebody's house over there. This is like public parking. Um, it just happens to be night, and the people here are insane. <laughs> um, no slash J slash half J slash Jen. Oh my gosh, that's not how that's not how tags are used. It's fine. Anyway, so AMC Fosness. Did I say it the same way I did last time? I don't know. So this planet, if you read the novella, I do actually have the entire novella like put up on my website. Like I could literally just publish it at any time, but I'm a coward because literally the society is the exact same as our society because I am too lazy to rewrite it. Um, that like that's the thing. Like this story is just like for fun. Like so like infinity whether or not infinity's backstory is like like makes okay so like technically i used to justify it to myself by being like there is a reason that it is just earth 2.0 and the other planets are not just earth 2.0 and like if you read the novella there are hints as to like why it's just earth 2.0 but that 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 the reason is extremely lazy (laughs) and it is just because i wanted to write a funeral scene and i didn't want to have to do a bunch of research as to like what funerals look like in other cultures so it is just an american evangelical funeral um minus all the talk about like god and the afterlife um i mean yeah so where was i okay yeah so but the thing the thing about amc fosness 
that is important to note is that the tech has been basically the same for the last like 200 years. So they have computers with like touch screens, they have like self-driving cars and stuff, but also like they've been that way like forever. Like they should have progressed past this point, but for whatever reason they have not. Another thing to note about AMC Fosness which I am quickly getting tired of saying, um, but the planet AMZ, um, is that, uh, they have, like, very specific, like, marriage culture stuff, uh, so basically, it's, so, every time I say this, I get one of two responses, uh, response one of people being, like, yeah, yeah, Sarah, you didn't, like, come up with anything new. That's, like, how a lot of, of things function, like, back in the day. Uh, and then two people being, like, wow, that's actually, like, a really cool... No, 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 no. Nobody reacts like that. They go, I'm confused, and I have to explain it, like, 15 times. Okay, so, like, you know, like, how the royal family, like, like decades in advance, like, plans out marriages, sometimes, like, lifetimes in advance. Like, the kids haven't even been born yet, and they're already getting paired up. That's how, like, everybody in this universe is. So, like, your parents are, like, I don't know, your parents are bakers, right? You're bakers. Before you were born, you were promised to marry the baker's daughter from the next town over because, you know, you're two bakers, are your two bakeries are like on the same level and sometimes like ooh maybe like that bakery is like really popping and like everybody's like going to it so you're actually like helping your family by like marrying up and then it's like you that or may, like maybe like you can't find any bakeries that will like marry your son because you had like a fifth son unexpectedly so then like you have to like marry down and so like it's all like this high-tech like marriage laws and like there's like a marriage day where like everybody gets married like there's like a certain time like when you and your spouse have both hit 18 and it is marriage day you all get married and like there's like this whole like thing where like you go on like a bunch of like dates specifically like like you go on like five ritualistic dates but like not ritualistic as like creepy but like in a like you two don't know each like also you're not allowed to know like you're not allowed to like be friends or like get to know like you're eloped um no no your fiance um, before you, before these five dates. So you basically like, you've been promised to this person your entire life. And then like the two of you finally turn 18 and you go through these five dates to get to know each other. And then on marriage day, everybody gets married. Um, and it's like marriage is, it, it's not like a wedding day, like in our culture. I don't know why I was like, fuck. I don't know why it's I, I can't hold on. I don't know why I was like, screw making up like funeral I don't know why I was like screw coming up with like a whole different funeral system but then I spent so long on the marriage system this is how you know it is literally just a comfort story and I literally just make up the parts that I want to and honestly I think that it's fun and I think that more people should write stories like this it does make it infuriating to do anything with the, these stories but maybe you can make a podcast and some people will listen to it that j just my two cents Anyways, but marriage isn't, like, a huge, like, it's my wedding day, like, bridezilla's. It's, like, you know, like, back in the day where people would just, like, get married behind the shed? It's kind of like that. Like, like you just, like, okay, it's the day that everybody gets married. Okay, you're in your nice dress. Let's take a picture. Okay, you two are married now. Bye. Go live your life forever. And, like, it is ceremonial, but there's much more of a community. Like, the... Like, here are our five couples getting married this year. Like, let's celebrate all of them together. It's like graduation. It's like graduation, but you get married. <laughs> okay. None of that is important. Well, some of that is important. Anyways, so our main focus is these two families. 
I wrote sort of a script for this. Let me make sure that I... Oh, oh, this is a good point. There is no magic on Aimsifosness. Now, here's the thing. Magic does exist in this universe, and other races are magical, and, like, there's, like, whole, like, Terrarians having, like, plot lines about the planet eaters in the background, but Aimsifosness have not left their planet. So, like, they'll have, like, sci-fi stories about, like, aliens and stuff, but they have no idea that, like, and they, like, know that there's four other planets, but, like, the average person has no idea that, like, aliens actually exist, even though they're right next door, okay? So this is a big point, is that this universe, the, uh, the, the world is like ours in that they think they have no magic. That was ominous because that implies that in our world we just think we don't have magic. Okay, I'm going to turn the gains back down. Um, maybe that was up. I can't tell. Okay, this is probably really fun to listen to. Hello? Okay, that's fine. Um, what was I saying? Okay, so we are our, fo- our story focuses on these two catfish farmers. And when I wrote this story, for some reason, I did not know catfish farms was a thing. I just thought it would be funny if there was, like, farms that farmed catfish. Um, apparently it's a thing. So, so we're gonna pretend like I knew that. (laughs) Um, anyway, so there's the Souls and the Lucians. The Lucians? The Lucians. Now, I will say, when I named these characters, uh... For those of you who know anything about my overseers, which I'm trying to do this where you don't need to know anything about the overseers to listen to this podcast. But for those of you who do know the overseers, you may know that Desponia, Desponia's real name is like Diana Scholl, I think. <laughs> I changed it last name one time. Anyways, I forgot that I named the... I for- oh my gosh, did I just burp on my podcast? Oh my goodness. I forgot that I named Infinity's family the Souls when I named them the Shoals. Um, so let's just ignore that. I don't think that yeah, so the Souls and the Lucians Lucians, I don't know how to pronounce my own characters' names. They are both catfish farmers. But the thing you need to know is that the Souls have like a it's spelled S-O-L-S. They have, like, a a kind of, like, moderate, like, low-key, like, you know, just your average catfish farmers. Whereas the Lucians are, like, catfish farmer royalty. (laughs) Um, I mean, you get the sense throughout the story that maybe the souls used to be kind of, like, this big prominent catfish farming family. But have since, like, their, like, sales have fallen through. Maybe there's, like, trouble with the stock market. So they don't live this big, glamorous life that apparently catfish farmers live in. Maybe catfish is just, like, super... I, like, literally wrote in this book, like, Dreamer lives in, like, this, like, five-story mansion, and, like, 22-year-old me is reading this story, like, catfish farms must be through the roof, or these guys are, like, laundering money for the mafia. Anyways, take what you will. I don't know why I just didn't think about this. I was just like, the Lucians are ridiculously rich and the souls are pretending like they are. But luckily for the souls, they worked out this deal where their son is going to marry the Lucian's daughter. And it was worked out like generations ago or something. So the soul family has two sons, Infinity and Dreamer. Infinity Dreamer are, are twins. This is important it used to be important. I'm not sure if it's still canon, but they are twins. But ignore the thing about being canon or not. They are twins. That's what's canon. Um, and Infinity and Riddler. Did I say Dreamer earlier? The twins are named Infinity and Riddler. This is a disaster. <laughs> okay. 
twins are named Verdler and Infinity. Infinity is older. Oh my goodness, I have to explain names. The first episode is just going to be me explaining the world. Oh my goodness. So the names in this universe, I thought I was being really quirky. So instead of like coming up with like names like which means like sunrise I just would call the character sunrise so in their language system sorry I just heard a weird sound I need to not do this in the future in their language system their names always go the blank who blanks or the blank who does blank or the blank who likes blank you know it's this functional system so you have like if you were to say their first name it would be like like if like, if I liked cars, or if my name was that, I would be the one who liked cars. Or if you were to put my last name with it, I would be the truly who likes cars, you know? Um, so, but then to shorten the name and put them into, like, American terms, I would just call myself Car Truly, which is a fun name. <laughs> uh, so, Infinity's full name is the soul who is as infinite as... The soul who is infinite as... The soul who is infinite as space, which, now that I think about it, is so on the nose. I did not think about this. And Riddler's name is the soul who solves riddles. I think that's it. I really wish I wrote more of this down. I'm like, I can explain my story. I remember my story. Anyways, so... And, and it should be noted that normally, like, names are, like, Dreamer, where it's, like the Lucian who dreams or like the blank who blanks right um so the one who is is as infinite as space is like a really weird name and like characters like periodically comment on how weird of a name infinity has shouldn't yeah now some of you may be thinking shouldn't his name be space or infinite no we call him infinity this is just a translation thing. Like, in-universe, they're saying something that means the soul who is as infinite as space. But in English, we just call him infinity. Same with Riddler. In-universe, they are saying the one who solves riddles. But in English, we are just calling him Riddler. All this to say, Infinity and Riddler are twins. Infinity is older. Therefore, he is the one who is promised to the Lucian's daughter, who is Dreamer who, as I've already established, her name is the one who dreams. Very simple stuff. I don't think I named any of the parents. I think I named the mom, the soul mom reason. I think I did. I, I just reread this. How did I forget? Um, by this, I mean my novella. And by just reread it, I mean I reread it like a month or two ago. <laughs> uh, so Infinity and Riddler grow up in a town, which I really should have written down the name of, but I'm pretty sure it's Mitiva. And I'm pretty sure it's spelled M-I-T-E-E-V-A. Why did I give the towns real weird names and not give the people? Don't question it. It's a comfort story. Um, this is not supposed to be me making fun of my story. Anyway, so Riddler and Infinity, of course, they grow up with classic twin shenanigans because they're identical twins. But then they also, like, Infinity and Riddler kind of get, like, this weird dynamic because Infinity's the older one, but everybody likes Riddler better. And people are constantly mistaking Infinity for Riddler and Riddler for Infinity and vice versa for some reason they have two different color eye colors so infinity has blue eyes and riddler has uh yellow eyes 
this is a thing in universe. Um, this is the thing in universe that I'm not sure is canon. So maybe they b- both have blue eyes because you would think. I don't think they do like. Oh no, which one of us is Riddler? Which one of us is Infinity? Shenanigans. Like I think they're the type of identical twins that like as they got older they do kind of look different. And obviously they have completely different styles and stuff. But the thing is about Riddler is that he's like super supportive of his big bro. And like honestly they have like a pretty healthy relationship. If not for the fact that there is some resentment because everybody loves Riddler and they're like oh yeah but infinity is the one that's like gonna take over the catfish farm and stuff anyways when infinity is 16 oh my goodness i need to be more better prepared i think he's 16 he um dreamer yes because dreamer is 16 dreamer has this like big party the lucians throw this big party for dreamer and they invite infinity riddler i guess like it's socially acceptable for the betrothed to meet each other a couple of times but they're like not supposed to like hang out anyway so at this party dreamer gives like this big performance and infinity sees it and he's like oh my gosh i can't believe that's the woman that i'm gonna that's the girl that i'm gonna marry she's so pretty she's so talented i'm so completely in love with her and so you know the two of them end up talking in like this cute little scene that i i actually kind of love and i reread every now and then because it's so cute and also tragic so the thing is that like infinity just falls head over heels for dreamer because he's like a guy (laughs) and i mean not to be Texas no um but he's just like one of those hopeless romantic kind of guys and he's like been so scared his whole life like he's like what if she's ugly what if she thinks I'm ugly like what if she's like super hard to get along with what if like I hate her and then like when he sees her in like this glamorous version of her at this party like the perfected version of her he just completely falls head over heels for her and so Riddler is like so totally like like infinity's wingman right so he's like don't worry i'm gonna like arrange it so that you two get to hang out so like riddler actually like works to like secretly help infinity and dreamer hang out so infinity and dreamer start hanging out all the time even though they're not supposed to and riddler riddler kind of like hangs around it's like a third wheel and they form this like cute really little group but the thing about dreamer is that she acts really nice but then every now and then just like this real nasty comment will slip through and then she'll be all like oopsie ha 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 she's but like but the thing is infinity is like so head over heels in love with her i cannot stress how much he idealizes her that like he totally like doesn't notice any of this and sometimes riddler is like hey man i know you like really like her but like sometimes she doesn't seem like the best person like i don't know man and he's like no 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 no. dreamer's amazing and like yeah but like like if he hung out with like her for too long like if they hung out all day and got into the night like she would get super like snappy and like like snappy is like a mad sort of way and like snapping at him and stuff but then like by the morning she'd be like perfect again so we'd just like completely forget about it um so you know years pass and um (laughs) kids you know (laughs) you know when you put two kids together and they're betrothed and in love with each other and don't have any adult supervision um so dreamer gets pregnant (laughs) wait no crap you aren't supposed to know this so one day um dreamer is like infinity i'm so sick of my life with the lucians they're so overbearing they always want me to be perfect i just want to be with you let's forget about catfish farming let's just elope and eloping 
is highly, 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 highly illegal. Because, like, so much of their society is, like, carefully built on, like, these marriage connections. Like, it's not about love. It's about connections, right? So the idea of, like, falling in love and eloping is, like, super shameful. But Infinity and Dreamer are just so in love with each other. They're so committed. They're like, we're going to run away. So Infinity, it's like very like, are you coming to the tree, the hanging tree? She's like, meet me at that tree that we always hang out at. Because also they, they always hang out at the, like this one tree, like this idyllic spot. And like Riddler's just in the background, like playing the violin. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. So Infinity's like, yeah, I totally will meet you at our spot this tonight. It's going to be great. And so they go their separate ways, pack their bags. And then... I don't I just really why are there two separate giant catfish farming families in one town <sighs> maybe they live on like the coast I don't know where catfish are um it's fine ignore the plot holes it's for funsies um maybe dreamer is visiting for the summer or something I don't know fix find a plot hole just slap some flex tape on that stuff we don't need to think about it they're in the same town so that night you know infinity's all set to like leave and he's like riddler i trust you to take over the catfish farm like you're so much better at math and stuff than i am i am dumb i just want to be with my waifu and riddler's like i'm so happy for you man you know keep in touch is gonna be great anyway so infinity goes to that tree that dreamer said to meet him at and he waits there all night and dreamer never shows up and he's like, what the heck? Oh no, what if something happened to her? And he's like so scared. And he like goes back home. Oh, <laughs> trigger warning. You know what? Read the trigger warnings in the description. Um, So he goes back home and he's all like sad that like his waifu didn't show up. And, and his mom's like, where were you all night? And he's like, I was, um, I was, um. And she was like, were you gonna like elope with Dreamer? And he's like, <laughs> what no and she's like do you know how i know and she he's like how and she's like because dreamer just committed suicide to preserve her family's honor because she was going to elope like yeah it's one of those societies so now like dreamer like so apparently like her parents found out she was going to elope and like stopped her and like out of shame and like to preserve her family's honor she like committed suicide so now Infinity is like, oh my gosh, I got my wife who killed. He enters like a deep depression. And Riddler's like, <laughs> that sucks, man. Riddler, okay, if y'all want to know Riddler's personality, just think Sans from Undertale. Because like that is the exact vibes I'm getting from him right now. Like Riddler can Sans. Like Sans Undertale does not exist in their universe. But like let's pretend that it he does for a second to say that Riddler kins him. Um, so he's like, yeah, bro, that sucks. <laughs> but like without the laugh. Anyway, so Infinity is like so depressed, and the souls, of course, are so embarrassed that they just quietly are like infinity you know how you said that riddler could take over the catfish farm yeah we're writing you out of the will so he gets written out of the will and he's not officially disowned by the family and he's not officially kicked out by his parents but he is told that he should find a new place to live um which is fun so oh also i should establish the concept of nil in this universe so they have like this weird 
version of the homeless, which are the family the familyness. So the people who have either been like abandoned by their families, or like you know the the mom gave birth and like absconded immediately. You know the people who have no family are called nil. So like if you don't have a, a name attached to you, you like can't get a job. You can barely do anything. Like there's some there's some jobs that nil can get. I cannot get the volume right. There's some jobs that Neil can get, and it's basically like celebrity dumb or like, um, you know, accounting. <laughs> Is that joke going to uh, make any sense to people listening to this uh, years in the future? Maybe not. Uh, so yeah, it's tripping. Uh, <clears throat> you know. So there are like some jobs that Neil can get, but if you don't have a family attached to you, you're basically dead. But the if you are a Neil, it's kind of like a collective last name. So like, if you are like back to the car thing if you're the 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 truly who likes cars and you are abandoned by your family you become the nil who likes cars and so your name would be cut functionally car nil carnivalous no what all this to say infinity doesn't officially become a nil like he still has his name attached to him but functionally he is kind of a nil so anyways he goes to this city which i named bogosity because it's a big ass city um so bogosity i'm pretty sure it's spelled b-u-g-u no b-e-g-u-s-s-i-t-i i think bogosity bogosity i don't know I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> I was just like, I need a, I need a name for this big ass city. I'll name it Bogosity. Um, anyways, which is basically their version of New York City. And oh, also, I forgot to mention this, but Infinity Dreamer and Riddler had a book club. Like that was like their thing. Is that like they would read books together? So they would like pick a book and then they go their separate ways. And then they, when they met again, I guess they did live in different towns because like it would be like some time before they could meet again. And then they'd like discuss this book and they discuss like their favorite characters and stuff. Um, speaking of, I decided that I and by I decided, I mean somebody on Tumblr suggested that I have like segments, like a proper podcast. Um, so I thought that it'd be fun to just come up with some random segments and see what jibes with you guys. So, uh, my first idea for a segment is, um, talking about which characters, uh, what my characters of this story would think of Better Call Saul, because my family has been watching, well, I've been rewatching Better Call Saul. I saw the first four seasons. I haven't seen the fifth ones. No spoilers, but my family hasn't seen it yet, and my family's a big fan of Breaking Bad, so we've been watching Better Call Saul. So I thought it'd be funny to just take a moment, you know, of my very limited time to just take a break from this story. Forget about that. Infinity's been kicked out. Dreamer committed Sudoku. Riddler's chilling. He accidentally got the family farm but also he has no um no potential spouse mates uh he would have to marry down um spouse mates that's okay anyways so now i'll talk about what these three characters would think if they were to watch the 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 show better call saul and anybody who doesn't know better call saul um yeah, I'll try not to spoil the show. It's, um, it's a show. This is just gonna turn into me ranting about Better Call Saul. No. Okay, so, 
if Riddler, Dreamer, and Infinity were to watch Better Call Saul. Here's my thing. I feel like Dreamer would be the type to pretend not to like it, and she would, like, pretend to, like, morally object to everything Jimmy does. Jimmy's the main character. So, like, Jimmy would, like, pull some sort of con, and Dreamer would be like, oh, how could he? See, this is why I don't like the show. It, like, pr- promotes, like, harmful ideas. But then, like, secretly, like, she's, like, five episodes ahead of them sometimes because, like, she's so invested in the storyline. Like, she can't, like, stop and wait for everybody else to, to, like, catch up with them. I feel like, okay, for Riddler and Infinity, I feel like they would have, like, I feel like Infinity would, I feel like they would both, like, weirdly kin Jimmy and feel like the other one is Chuck, okay? So, like, Infinity would relate to Jimmy and the, like, everybody loves Chuck even though, like, he's trying his best. And also, like, Infinity's kind of got that, like, goofy, like, (laughs) I'm just, like, a fun, silly, heavy guy, you know? I'm just quirky. And so, like, I feel like, I feel like he would relate to that. But then, like, I feel like Riddler would also relate to Jimmy because, like, he is the younger brother and he's always the one taking care of Chuck and stuff. So, I guess that would make Dreamer Kim. I feel like Dreamer would absolutely hate Kim. No, here's the thing. She would pretend to be a Kim Kenny, but actually she's a Chuck Kenny. Oof. Um... Side note, Passion, who is their kid, spoilers, is their kid. Man, I'm just... (laughs) Who, who needs chronological, chronological, chron, who needs to keep things chronological? I'm just going to talk about passion. Passion would kin the heck out of Jimmy. Passion would watch the show Better Call Saul and base his entire personality around Jimmy. I mean, around the age of like 16 or so. Like he's a baby. And then like when he's 16, he's like, I'm going to be a Jimmy Kenny now. Um, so yeah, none of them would like the storyline with Mike. They would think it was super confusing. They would not understand anything that would be happening. They're like, why are, why is he in a forest? Why is he shooting a pair of shoes? What is going on? Which honestly, do you blame them? Can, can anybody blame them? No, um, but I do think that all of them would be cheering at the end of season three, except for when Passion comes along and watches it later. He would be just completely blown away by the ending of season three because he, you know, obsesses over things. And I think that he would like stay up at night thinking about it. Just like really would have an impact on his psyche. <laughs> so that's, that's my first suggested, that's my first suggested, um, side tangent that I could possibly go on which is just discussing what my characters would think of whatever media I'm currently obsessed with let me know what you guys think are you sick of it do you want to know what all of my characters would think of Better Call Saul now should I do Breaking Bad next let me know in the comments I'm assuming I'm uploading this to my YouTube video if not send me an ask to my inbox on Tumblr it's open again don't clown but like you know what do clown no don't clown I'm I don't know I'm looking at like the very rough notes that I took on this and one of the notes is just dreamer and the next note is infinity and dreamer so um I'm sure I, I had some sort of point to make there but I don't remember what it is now anyways back to the story just so people know infinity is like 18 right he's just been um asked to leave his home by his family uh, because Dreamer committed Sudoku to preserve her family's honor. Also, it should be noted that Dreamer was the Lucian's only child. Um, I think they had 
there was like some sort of subplot where like Lucian no wait no that was on the soul side of the family I don't know what the Lucians were thinking having one single daughter and calling it a day maybe the mom had like endometriitis or something is that how you pronounce that I don't know <laughs> um that's not a laughing matter let's let's continue so Infinity is in this new city. He has a name attached to him, but he's in the big city. There's no catfish to farm here. He has no idea what to do. His girlfriend just committed Sudoku, and he is just having a real rough time. This is where I should have actually put the 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 cliffhanger, but it's fine. So he's just wandering this the Bogos city. He's wandering Bogosity, you know, just trying to find things to do with his time. Also, by 18, you are officially declared an adult, so, like, he can, like, legally drink and stuff. So, of course, he goes to a bar, and he's just, like, at this bar, just feeling miserable, feeling real sorry for himself, when this clever little character just just walks in so so he's just at this bar alone right he doesn't know anybody in bigosity like all of his friends are back in nativa but this girl just walks up to his booth he's in like a corner booth in the very back of the bar you know just drinking his stars away but like he he's like a lightweight and like he has he's taking like two sips and he's like oh i actually don't like alcohol like he's one of those guys like he's 18 so this woman just like strolls up and like sits down in his booth like she knows him and she's got like these big glasses and like gray eyes underneath the glasses and she's got like this pixie cut and I always draw her in like this big green sweater sometimes with an alien on it like one of those like really stupid alien heads that like obviously no actual aliens look like that and she always wears a choker and he's like do I know you? And she's like, no, but I know you. I can't remember what she says, but it's like some banger of a one bang, one liner. Okay. And he's like, can I help you? And she's like, actually, I'm going to help you. And she gives him this box. It's like this little like glass plastic box with this white gem in it. And he's like, what am I supposed to who are you what is this what am I supposed to do with it and she's like break break it open and get it get the crystal and he's like bestie what is going on also I I started saying bestie like in 2021 and I can't stop so my apologies in advance but like there's like something about like the way she says it and like her manic pixie dream girl energy that he's like screw it so he like picks up the box and he's like trying to figure out how to open she's like no 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 don't open it break it also it should be noted that like ever since dreamer committed sudoku he's had like this really raging headache that like won't go away so he like he like is like holding this box and he's like squeezing it like how the heck am I gonna break this and like as he's squeezing it he's like thinking about all the stuff that's happened about like dreamer and her committing sudoku and her his parents totally not kicking him out and like losing all his friends and his home and everything and he's just so furious that he ends up like shattering the box and it like like cuts open his hands all anime like and he's like yeah you know no he goes like you know like like the classic like anime his sound it's very anime and and he's like looking at his hands like <laughs> like glass shards okay let's make them plastic shards is that a thing I'm so sorry trigger warning and he like he's but then he like picks them out and like puts like a napkin on top of it to like stop the bleeding 
And when he takes the napkin away, there's like no cuts on his arm. And he's like, what? And then he hears like a, a little jingle and he looks up and this girl is holding the crystal, but now it's blue. And he's like, what happened to the other crystal? She's like, no, this is the crystal. And he's like, what? what is what is going on and so she gives him the crystal and I think at one point she like lowers her glasses and like before just her irises were gray but then like when she lowers the glasses like her entire sclera is gray and he's like what uh and then like she like pushes I can't exactly remember how this scene goes (laughs) but like she pushes him over and like no Somehow she she makes him she tricks him into opening a portal into the space in between dimensions, which is like this big black expanse because it is literally the space in between dimensions. But and it's it's I call it Sid because it's you know those are the initials. But because of reasons, the middle initial is a Y, so it's space in between dimensions. Like it's just spelled like that. Don't ask questions. This is a comfort story. So then he's like looking around like how did I get here? What's going on? It's black everywhere. What's going on? And like, she steps into the portal too. She's like, relax. You just unlocked your spatial powers. And he's like, what did you give me? What was in that crystal? And she's like, no, 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 no. You have this power. I've just put all your power in the crystal, but haha, notice your headache's gone. He's like, my headache is gone. And so she tells him that her name is Sammy. And he's like, that's not a name because remember all the names in this universe are like the blank who does blank the blank who does blank and she's just like he's like what's your name he's like sam and she's like sammy and he's like what because it would be like if all of our names started with an e and ended in an a and then you came along and said your name is bob like it just doesn't compute commute in his head but she says my name's sammy i'm a magical alien called I'm part of a magical alien race called Aspians, and my sole job is making sure the universe stays on track. And you are important to making sure the universe stays on track. This is a big thing with Sammy is that she's constantly telling Infinity, you are important. You are meant to do important things. And she never tells him what these important things are. You know what? This, you know, I I really should just put out one I don't even deserve to get because it's way more compelling than me just explaining the storyline. Um, coming soon, one I don't even deserve to get. It's all going up on my website. I don't care anymore. Um, is there spoilers? I want to say there's spoilers. I don't care. I'm publishing it. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so now Infinity has space powers, and Sammy like takes them to like different parts of the universe because also the universe is not just these five planets like it's like this huge place with like all these different like aliens and magical races and so like infinity like starts like exploring like the universe and i think originally he was supposed to be exploring the multiverse but now my the multiverse of my story is super like it's not an infinite it's not an infinity (laughs) multiverse anymore it is a very finite multiverse so like there's really only like one other universe canonically at this time and that's the boy who loves horses au which people say makes no sense but it makes perfect sense to me so i don't know what you guys are talking about anyways um if we start talking about au's we're gonna be here all day um i think it might have been an hour already we're gonna try to wrap this up no yes okay so I'll get to I'll get to the, the part the part I'll leave on a cliffhanger but 
Infinity is still living in bigosity and he still needs to make money so somehow. So what he ends up doing is he starts writing books about his adventures. And so he creates this character called the Explorer. Um, or the one who explores and because you know it's kind of a book character he doesn't have a last name he's just the one who explores so he writes this the, this book series called the explorers series bueno I, there there was a book there like like exploring the multiverse with the ex no, I can't remember what the book series is called but basically every single book goes like this because he's just it's just a formula it's like he takes his adventures and then plugs it into a formula and then it sells but the only reason it sells is mostly on its like incredible world building and concepts and so people constantly also like this book series of course takes off and becomes like a super popular book series and people are constantly like complimenting infinity on like his amazing world building and like really cool concepts and he's always like thanks I didn't come up with any of it <laughs> so he starts because he start he hates how people compliment him so much on this that he starts telling people that it all comes from dreams that he didn't actually come up with any of it it's just his crazy subconscious working and people are like oh my gosh he's so humble but then also because of everything that like went down with like his family and dreamer he like fully commits to like this anonymous author sort of thing so they are the the explorer series and it is literally written by explorer like he never says his real name the, like nobody knows anything about this dude they just know that he writes banger books but here's the thing is that they are incredibly formulaic because it always happens um so basically the big plot of the explorer series is that explorer is looking for his uh his betrothed angel now i i know i also have another character named angel in my series now but ignore the other angel we're talking about this angel so the explorer is looking for his his ex-girl his, his fiance not ex-girl angel and he's searching the multiverse for him so the first book starts out where like you know uh explorer is in this new city he's just lost his betrothed he's trying to find her and this magical alien named sammy shows up and gives him magical powers you know and then and tells him like angel is out there in the universe you just have to find her so every book you know Sammy comes to him with some lead about where Angel is and Sammy keeps on being like you're so important you're gonna find her you're gonna do such important things and so Infinity goes to this new location and of course he always meets some like hot girl who's like totally super into him and throughout the book it's this whole like will they won't they and of course the girl is super in love with Explorer but Explorer is like I have to find Angel though and then by the end the lead goes like sour and like Angel wasn't there and the hot girl is like stay here with me but explore is like no i have to find angel and it's like literally the exact same thing every single book but they go to like the craziest places with like the wildest world building concepts that like literally people are just they're just here for the world building which is ironic because i don't world build anyway so infinity actually makes like a really good like living being like this best-selling author and also they're like ya books or yeah yeah i think they are or maybe they're not i don't know but they're like a best-selling author like best-selling series where like every new year as he comes out with a new book and yes the plot is the exact same as all the other books but 
it's got crazy it's like this time it's about space pirates you know i'd read those books and of course all of it is based off of like real people he knew so it's like really awkward like one i'd only deserve to get where like he goes and like hangs out with jojo and like he's like if like which is like one of the friends that like he's made along the way i'm also realizing now i do have another character named jojo i just like certain names uh, so and it's like super awkward because it's like oh yeah I did totally write this girl to be like a love interest in one of my books but like she's not actually into me at all because of course like like Explorer is like cute but he's not like dreamboat you know I'm sorry Infinity Explorer is a dreamboat but like also there's like some uncanny valley there where like every time Infinity sees Explorer he's like like drawings and like stuff of Explorer it's like a perfect version of himself and it always is like is that me or is that my brother Riddler you know and like there's like a lot of interesting things at play there anyways cut to 12 years later uh infinity has published nine successful books and he is on book 10 and his publisher or his agent is like okay this is the last book you gotta find angel and he's like yeah here's the thing i don't actually know where angel is he's like one of those authors that like it's like this big mystery of like ooh, where's angel and like every book you get like more hints as to where he could where she could be be um, but then, like, the author himself, like, actually has no clue, like, what the answer to his mystery is. Like, he's set up this whole mystery, and then people are like, but what's, like, actually going up? And he's like, it's up to you to decide. Oh, I hate it when people do that. For the record, when I set up mysteries, it's never up to you to decide. There is a truth behind it. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna say that, because one day, what if I make a mystery that it's up to you to decide? <sighs> people different strokes different strokes i think it's lazy but i do lazy things too anyways so his agent is like infinity you have to tell people where angel is so he like writes this entire book and the thing is in his mind angel has wait maybe i should not say this part maybe i should leave this for the book or or slash for people to read why did i why did i start okay just read the book no i'll get to it next episode anyways so infinity is in the middle of writing his 10th and final book and he's hit like writer's block right this is where one i don't even deserve to get starts okay this is just an advertisement go to my website link in description read my entire novella um he gets a notification from he gets a call from his mom and his mom is like your brother's dead and he's like what my brother's dead and she's like yeah you have to like come to the funeral it's like tomorrow and he's like i'll be there and then his life promptly gets turned upside down and that is the entire plot of one i don't even deserve to get I really thought I could get through more than that, but you know what? We've got we've gotten some some groundwork laid here. Did I talk for an hour and thirty minutes, or did I literally only talk for forty five minutes? These are questions that I shall find out later, because I'm tired. I'm I've been talking for a really long time. This is why people have like co-hosts. <laughs> um. Anyway, so uh, experiment over. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, it, this experiment has just taught me that I'm. I literally just want to publish one I don't deserve to get. I literally am just gonna publish one I don't even deserve to get. It's it's like here's the thing, because there are pieces of the writing that like I hate with a passion, but there's also pieces of the writing that I'm like, yeah, that's like good. So like take everything with a grain of salt it's not my masterpiece it's not my mona lisa it's not my um what is it what is the third thing that people say magnum opus 
It is just a novella that I wrote for the funsies. Um, but yeah. Watch me, like, make this entire podcast and then decide not to publish one. I don't, don't even deserve to get. I can't even say the name of my own title. Anyway, so... Have fun with that. Let me know what you guys think of the Overseers podcast. Should I make more episodes? Should I finish telling this story? I I probably will. This is fun. Um, I'll see if anybody likes it. Uh, I'm also thinking about having a section at the end in the future where I ask people to send me like their super pressing questions. Like if I said something that just absolutely makes no sense or like contradicts something I said earlier, or if you need like clarification, like if I started talking about something and got distracted and never actually finished talking about it, like please leave all those questions in my Tumblr inbox or I guess in the comments below, but probably in my Tumblr inbox because then... I don't know. I want to promote my Tumblr. I'm I'm on Tumblr like every single day whereas I I like never touch my YouTube channel anymore. Um so yeah. So that was fun. <laughs> I hope I made some sort of sense and I hope that I'll be able to continue doing this in the future cuz this does genuinely sound like a super fun idea to do like a podcast and try to get through as much story as I can. Anyways, um I guess I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye.